All right, if you have your Bibles, the, the message or the text that I believe the Lord gave to us is found in Galatians. 好，如果你有你的圣经的话呢，今天我我们的话语就是从加拉太书来的。Chapter six, verses seven through ten. 呃，加拉太书六章七到十节。So if you're able to, would you stand with us as we read God's word? 如果可以的话，邀请大家一起站立，我们来读神的话语。Okay. All right, let's let's read this together in English first. 好，我们从英文先。Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a person sows, he will also reap, because the one who sows to his flesh will reap destruction from the flesh, but the one who sows to the Spirit will reap eternal life from the Spirit. Let us not get tired of doing good, for we will reap at the proper time if we don't give up. Therefore, as we have the opportunity, let us work for the good of all, especially for those who belong to the household of faith. That's my job. Sorry. There we go. Okay. 好，中文的，一起来。不要自欺，神是不可轻慢的。人种的是什么，收的也是什么。顺着自己的肉体撒种的，必定从肉体收取败坏；顺着圣灵撒种的，必定从圣灵收取永生。我们行善，不要觉得厌烦。如果不松懈，到了适当的时候就有收成。这样，我们一有机会。Let's pray together. 一起来祷告。Jesus, we thank you for this afternoon. 主，我们为着这下午上帝上感谢。Jesus, we thank you that you are the rock that we build our lives upon. 主，我们谢谢你，你就是建造我们生命的那个磐石。Jesus, thank you that you're here in this place. 谢谢你与我们同在。And God, thank you that your heart is to encourage us this afternoon. 你的心意就是在今天下午要来鼓励我们。Holy Spirit, we ask for your ability and power to understand and believe the gospel. 圣灵，我们祷告，求你赐下大能，还有信心，让我们可以来相信福音。I pray that you'd protect this time from the enemy. 我们也祷告，你在这个时候保守我们远离恶者的攻击。And God, may you anoint the preaching of your word. 我们也祷告，你来恩膏每一个你自己的话语。That you may be glorified. 然后你得到的得到荣耀。Amen. Amen. Amen. Well, over the past two years since、oh, you may be seated. Sorry. 大家请坐。Over the past two years since moving back to the states, um, 在过去两年回到这个美国的时候 ，I discovered something that was really surprising to me. 我发现了一件事情，对我来说真的很让我很惊讶。There were people who, when I left, you know, four years ago to come to Taiwan, 啊，四年前我离开台湾来啊，离开美国来到台湾的时候 ，there were people who were following Jesus, who were committed to the local church. 当时有一些人，他们是在跟随耶稣，然后是委身在教会里面的。Right, there are people who are serving in the church. 啊，他们在教会里面服侍。And then when I came back, 然后我们我回来的时候 ，a lot of these people were no longer committed to the church or following Jesus. 然后许多我认识的人，他们不再跟随耶稣，也不再委身在教会里。And then I thought about man the rest of my life and some of the other friends that I've had. 然后我就想到哦，还有其他我的一些朋友。Like for example, the guys that were in my wedding. 就像是参与我婚礼的那些人。There was five guys in my wedding. 呃，参与我的婚礼总共有五个人。We had done missions together. Uh, we were so we got tattoos together. Uh, but but only 50% of those guys are actually still following Jesus. And maybe you've had this kind of experience. Where you look around. And people who used to be following Jesus, serving in the church. They no longer are. 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 They no longer
And while we don't have time to unpack all the reasons why that happens, I think the encouragement that God has for us as a church this afternoon is, is to not give up. Don't give in. And in this text, in verses 7 through 9, Paul gives us three reasons why we don't have to give up. Right, the past three or four years have not been easy for the church. And so Paul gives these three reasons say, hey, you don't have to give up. And he says the first reason why is God sees your work. The second reason he says, hey, you don't have to give up is because the Spirit helps you work. And the final reason is because, hey, you don't have to give up because you will be rewarded for your work. In verse 7, if you look at verse 7, Paul says, hey, don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a person sows, he'll also reap. And if you read the book of Galatians, I mean, Paul has to tell the Galatians several times this same thing. Hey, don't be deceived. And what Paul understands is that our ability, my ability to persevere, to not give up, is directly related to truth. That if I'm going to be a disciple who finishes well, who continues to follow Jesus, truth matters. And Paul says that he wants him to believe a specific truth about God. And he says the truth that he wants him to believe and not to be deceived is that God is not mocked. And I'm like, how, how would that be encouraging? How is the belief for us to believe that God isn't mocked, how would that be encouraging for us to continue to not give up? So the word mocked that Paul uses here, it's, it's a word that means you stick your nose up at someone. It's very arrogant. And, and I think Paul is battling this lie that is very common in their culture and in ours. It says, hey, I can do whatever I want. Whenever I want. However I want. And I'll never be held accountable. God doesn't see my actions. God doesn't see my work. I can live however I want. And I think as we talk to Christians and as we talk to people who are in the church, I don't know about you, but one of the things that is so frustrating is is, is to see people who don't love Jesus or follow Jesus. It seems like their lives are great. Seems like, man, they got more money than I do. Way more comfortable than I am. 
所以我们很难理解说为什么神不要他们来负责 he says, I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And it caused him to be frustrated to say, God, why aren't you doing anything? And I think if we're not careful, it's easy to look at that and say, man, it would be so easy for me to just kind of just back off. I don't need to follow Jesus as, as, as faithfully as I am. I can just kind of coast. 然后我们就会说，那我可能还是不要这么积极参与服侍，跟随耶稣。我们可以稍微离这些事情都远一点。that's why Paul comes and he says, "Hey, don't be deceived. God will not be mocked."所以保罗还在这里说，你们不要自欺，神是不可轻慢的。Don't buy into this lie that culture tells you that you will never be held accountable for what you do.不要相信这个世界说的，你不需要负任何责任。That God sees your work. He sees your actions. He sees our behaviors. And that could be an encouraging thing for those of us who follow Jesus. But it can be a fearful thing for those of us who don't. Just recently in America, there was a football game, American football game. Alright, and it was uh, between the New York Jets. And the Buffalo Bills. Okay, now this is a big deal. Okay, for those of you who care about football, this is a big deal. Because of this guy. This guy, his name is Aaron Rodgers. And some would say that he's the best player in the NFL. Okay, don't, don't, don't hate on me right now, but someone say that he is. And it was a big deal because he just got added or traded to this team. This team wasn't very good before he got there. And so the first game of the year, because they had Aaron Rodgers, the Jets had a chance to win. Okay, at the same time, there is this bar, this sports bar in America. And, and they made this big announcement. They put it all over the news. They said, if the Jets lose, we will pay for everybody's drinks. Everything. So the news went there. The game started. The first play of the game. Aaron Rodgers goes down. Aaron Just out. Whole season, he's gone. What do you think everybody in the bar did? Oh, there's nowhere they were in this game. We're ordering everything. And you can watch it. I mean, they're so excited. They're ordering every drink possible, right? But the game continues. The Jets start to come back. And you can tell the look on their faces of like, wait, 
然后他们的脸开始垮下来哦怎么会这样子你们应该要付钱吧你们应该要付钱吧你们应该要付钱吧你们应该要付钱吧你们应该要付钱吧你们应该要付钱吧你们应该要付钱吧你们应该要付钱
会有收取哦，不是假如哦，一定是会有。And so Paul says we have two choices. 所以保罗在讲是我们有两个选择。So the flesh. 顺着肉体。The flesh is opposed to the spirit, right? This is all in Galatians. 所以呃，在加拉太书有讲到肉体是敌对圣灵的。And what sowing to the flesh means is this. 顺着肉体撒种的意思就是。It means that we live for our own pleasure instead of God's pleasure. 我们为着自己的享乐而活，而不是为着神讨神喜悦。It means that we just kind of live to satisfy every desire at the expense of everybody else. 也就是呢，我们靠着牺牲别人的这个需求来满足我们自己的需要。And in America, this is called the American dream. 在美国，这叫做美国梦。And it's the belief that happiness and joy can be found outside of God. 所以大家的相信念就是不需要神，我们仍然可以有幸福跟快乐。So Paul tells the Galatians, "Hey, what is the result of living a life that only seeks to satisfy yourself?" 所以保罗在这里问的就是你的生命如果只是想要满足自己的话，会是什么样的生命呢 ？He says destruction. 他说就是 the word. Sorry, the word destruction means to fall apart. 这个败坏的意思就是瓦解。Right, so Paul says, "Hey, sin makes things fall apart." 所以保罗说，罪使事情瓦解败坏。Right, sin makes relationships fall apart. 呃，罪使关系破破碎。Marriages fall apart. 使婚姻破碎。Right, uh, coworker relationships fall apart. 同事之间的关系变差。That when we sow to the flesh, when we only live for our own satisfaction and pleasure, Paul says it makes everything fall apart. 当我们只顺着肉体撒种的时候，保罗说一切都会败坏。And I know there are many of us in this community who've experienced this firsthand. 可能我们现场还有很多人有这样的经验，看过。That a life only lived for your own happiness will only bring destruction. 就是一个为自己而活的这个人生，就会带来的就是败坏。C.S. Lewis says this. 啊、uh, ，C. 路易斯这么说。Human history is the long, terrible story of man trying to find something other than God, which will make him happy. 人类历史是一部漫长而可怕的故事，他们试图寻找上帝以外的东西来让自己快乐。Paul says, "Man, sin promises pleasure." 啊，保罗说，罪可能让你有很多的享乐。But it brings only pain. 但是最后只有痛苦。Right, sin promises all this kind of stuff, but it can never deliver because it only brings pain. 对，痛苦可能会有很多让，罪可能让你得到很多的好处，但最后最终结果就是苦痛。So Paul tells the Galatians. 所以保罗告诉加拉太人。If you want to be a person that looks like Jesus. 如果你要成为像一个像耶稣的人一样。We can't expect to plant seeds of sin. 我们不能期待我们去撒那个罪的种子。Right, we can't expect to just live a life that sows to the flesh. 我们不能整。And then wake up one morning and be like, "Yeah, I am who God created me to be." Then on that day, wake up and say, Right, and if if sowing to the flesh means pleasing ourselves, so if 假设顺着肉肉体撒种，就是讨自己的呃呃满足，让自己满足。That sowing to the spirit means living a life that pleases God and pleases the spirit. 所以顺从圣灵的撒种，意思就是讨圣灵的喜悦，讨神的喜悦。And if you look at the book of Galatians, 如果我们来看这个加太书 ，What Paul says that looks like? 保罗说这是什么意思呢 ？Being led by the Spirit. Bearing the fruit of the Spirit, Jesus' 圣灵的果子 and I find that to be really encouraging. 然后我发现这真的很很激励我 
Because if sowing to the Spirit means bearing the fruit of the Spirit, that's nothing that you and I can do on our own. That the Spirit Himself lives in you and in me to do this work, to actually live a, live a life that's pleasing to God. 啊，是住在你和我里面的圣灵来帮助我们完成这个工作，来讨神喜悦。That if sowing to the Spirit actually means, hey, I need to produce the fruit of the Spirit, it's not just trying harder, it's trusting more. 好，所以顺着圣灵撒种的是结出圣灵的果子，但不是要我们自己来结果子，而是相信信靠神。Paul says, man, the result of that. 哦，保罗说这个结果就是 is eternal life， 永生。Now this is not a works-based salvation. 啊，这个不是一个好像呃靠工作赚取的救恩。This isn't karma。这也不是报应啊。Because if we just got what we deserved， 因为假设我们应得的就是 ，we would be judged。其实我们应得的是审判。We'd receive God's wrath。我们得到的是神的怒愤怒啊。This is God's graciousness of saying, "I will reward you for your obedience when you sow to the Spirit. You receive life." 所以神说，当你顺着撒种圣灵撒种的时候，我会奖励你，因为你对圣灵的顺服，跟对你的顺服。When the Bible says eternal life， 在圣经里讲到的永生 ，It's not just life after we die， 不是好像我们死后的 ，But it is the fullness of what God has for us right now, the life of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that we can live in right now， 而是我们在今生就可以活在圣父、圣子、圣灵里面的那一个完全的全备生活。And so that means whenever we're led by the Spirit。所以意思就是说，当我们跟随跟随着圣灵的时候 ，Even when we're convicted by the Spirit， 即使我们受到了圣灵的提醒 ，The Spirit doesn't call you to obey so he lead so he can lead you away from joy。对，圣灵圣灵提醒你的时候，并不是要来责备你，让你少缺少缺乏喜乐。He calls us to obey, convicts us of sin, so he can lead us towards life。当圣灵提醒我们，我们需要来回转的时候，其实是要帮助我们再次回到神面前。He can lead us toward the life that he has for us。他要带领我们回到神为我们预备的永生。Where sin promises pleasure but only brings pain。罪的结果就是享乐，可是只有呃，罪可以带来享乐，但是结果就是痛苦。The Spirit。Although painful at times, right? 虽然有时候很不容易 brings us into life. 但是之后得到是生命 They did this study in Europe where they were trying to find、uh, the root of happiness. 好，所以在欧欧洲有一个调查，就是他们要想到找这个幸福的来源呢。Right, everybody wants to be happy. 大家都想要幸福 Not a bad thing. 没有没有不好的事啊。So they were trying to figure out, okay, is it because of how much money people make? 所以他们在他们在找答案，就是是因为跟你赚多少钱有关吗？ Uh, is it because of the country that they live in? 还是跟你活在哦活活在哪一个国家有关 ？And so they looked at people who had、uh, the resources to live for every pleasure that they wanted. 所以他们就来做这调查，看看这些人有什么样的资源来享享受这一切的宴乐。And this is, I think, this is the lie that many of us are tempted to believe that if I could just live for every pleasure that I wanted, I would finally be happy. 然后这个也是一个我们很容易相信的谎言，就是假设我们拥有一切的时候。Right. This is what our culture is telling us all the time. Just gratify every desire that comes to you, and that's how you get happy. 然后这就是世界在告诉我们的，你要满足里面所有一切的欲望，这样你就会喜乐。But what they found, 但他们发现的是 ，was that the people who had resources to satisfy every pleasure, every desire， 就是这些人虽然有一切的资源可以来满足他们需求 ，does not end up in happiness. 但他们并没有真的幸福。And it was the people， 然后还有一些人呢 ，who they said found meaning in life. Usually pain, 通常是带来苦痛的 That they had some sense of happiness. 
So this is what they said. They said a life of meaningful pain is more valuable than a life of meaningless pleasure. So in this, they got a result, which is that a life of meaningful pain is more valuable than a life of meaningless pleasure. So in this, they got a result, which is that a life of meaningful pain is more valuable than a life of meaningless pleasure. And so Paul says, "Don't give up." 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 Paul said, "Don't get tired of doing good." He said, "Don't get tired of doing good." Paul understands that living in the Christian life sometimes is just hard and tiresome. Paul understands that living in the Christian life sometimes is just hard and tiresome. Paul understands that living in the Christian life sometimes 假设你不放弃的时候，你的工作会有奖赏。Um, in America, they say 365 farmers quit every year. 在美国，呃，美国有一个数据就是每年会有三百六十五个农夫。I don't know how that works. 他们会会会放弃啊？那不晓得那三十这些人放弃的时候会怎么样 ？But they said some of the reasons why farmers quit. 但呃，他想的就是为什么这些农夫会放弃呢 ？You can imagine some of these. Uh, sometimes they quit because the environment that they're farming in is really hard. Right? It's, uh, sometimes the world and the environment doesn't make it easy for them to farm. Sometimes it's because of lack of results. Right? I mean, can you imagine you're farming your land, you're planting all these seeds, you're doing hard work, a lot of money, and then you have nothing to show for it. You can, you can imagine, ah, 就是你很努力工作，你很努力去做，但是你也投资很多，但是到最后什么都没有。The last reason is because farming is just hard. 最后一个就是，嗯，农耕其实真的很辛苦。It's costly. 很代价很大。Just a couple of weeks ago, 呃，几个礼拜前 ，one of the elders in our church, he's a young guy. 呃，我们教会有一个年轻的长老。His dad was on the farm. They owned farm. 他们自己有一块田。And his dad got ran over by a tractor. 然后，然后 ，his son. His dad. 哦，他的他的父亲在他的那个农耕上被那个拖衣机。And that's the kind of stuff that happens on farms. Farming is hard. It's costly. 所以这也是在农耕的时候，有时候的遇会遇到的危险，不容易的事情。And that's the illustration. That's the metaphor that Paul gives us here. 这也是保罗在这里要跟告诉我们的。What about us? 那我们呢 ？What are some reasons that we would give? Man, what are some reasons that we are tempted to say, you know, it's it's way easier for me just to kind of coast? Ah, 有是什么哪些原因会让我们觉得说算了，我还是稍微那个不要这么积极好了。It could be the same thing. 有时候可能是同样的事情。Right, the environment that we live in. 我们所处的环境。I don't know about you guys, but I don't feel like the world makes it really easy for us to follow Jesus. 对，我不晓得你们怎么想，但我认为这个这个世界对我们来讲，要跟随耶稣是很不容易的。Right, the culture that you live in is not saying, "Hey, could you could you please love Jesus more?" 好，我这个环境不会告诉我们，哎，你可以多爱耶稣一点吗 ？Like we really want people to just follow Jesus way more. 我们真的很希望大家可以更多的来跟随耶稣。That's not where we live. 
The next reason I think is because it's it's hard work to live for Jesus. It's hard work to follow Jesus. Maybe another reason is because yeah, we sometimes we don't have any results. Right? All, all the work and the time that we've invested into relationships or into a country or into a, a friend. Oh, and you look around and you're like, man, I got nothing to show. That could be another reason. But Paul gives us a promise here. And he gives you a promise personally. And he says, not if you reap. You will reap. Paul says, you will reap. Not, hey, what if we reap? What if our hard work is, is just in vain? He says, no, you will reap. This is a promise that God gives you. He says, don't give up because God has promised that you will reap. He says, your labor is not in vain. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, be steadfast and movable, always excelling in the Lord's work because you know that God wants you to know that the promise to you is you will reap. I don't know what that looks like. But God's promise is that you will. That all the work, that all the obedience, all the effort that you've made to follow Jesus, He says, that's not in vain. The second promise that He says, He says, you're going to reap at the proper time. That's the hardest thing. Because that's that's that requires us to trust that God knows when the best time is for us to see the harvest that we've worked so hard for. Right, and, and I and I probably am not going out of limit, but I'm not a very patient person. Right, we live in a culture and a world that just says, "Hey, you need to get what you want. You need to get it now." Right, they saw actually that people will get angry if they have to wait 16 seconds for a web page to load. I, I mean, I tried it. I'm like, yeah, I, I actually am getting pretty frustrated. You know? Right, and I don't know, I don't know, like, being back in Taiwan, but those numbers on the traffic lights, that does not help my patience. <laughs> right, you're just sitting there and you're like, my gosh. This is taking forever. Because we live in a world that says you should you should get what you want, you should get it now. But that is not how transformation, that is not how the kingdom of God works. Paul says at the proper time. And so you know what you know what, you know what Paul's saying to us right here in this message? He says that God is not demanding for your fruitfulness. He's inviting you to be faithful. 
He's not demanding you to be fruitful. That's going to come, but he is inviting you to be faithful. And I think, man, that God's heart for us and for you as a church that don't give up because you will reap at the proper time. You will. And I wonder how many of us judge ourselves, our identity in the Lord, based upon the results that we do or we don't have. Right? I mean, how many of us, like, we have, we have newsletters to write, we have, we have things to tell people, and it's like, man, sometimes I got, I got nothing. But Paul says here, the harvest is not something that we can control. It's something that God gives. Because the harvest that you want for your family, for your friends, maybe for your marriage, for your kids, it's not something that you can control. It's something that God gives. You know, in 1994, Maybe some of you guys remember this. It was the first time that they created a genetically modified tomato. So if you don't know what genetically modified food is, it's the process by which we put in all these kind of chemicals to make foods bigger or longer lasting. And studies have shown like GMO food is not necessarily the best for us. Uh, but the reason why uh, we did this was because we wanted more results. We wanted food to be grown quicker. We wanted to be more. Even if it was hazardous to our health. And I think there's a real danger. For me and for the church. To try and control the results that only God can give. There's a danger for us to see these, you know, GMO Christians and disciples made by the church. And instead of trusting the Lord for the harvest to trust that process, we get restless. Maybe we compromise because we want something to show for it. Paul says you don't have to do that. God's promise to you is that at the proper time you will reap all of the work that you've invested into God's kingdom. That God isn't demanding you to be fruitful here. He's inviting you to be faithful. You know, I think one of my own biggest struggles is to believe that God's greatest desire for me is just to be productive. Right, we, like, our world says that your value is equal to what you produce. Our culture says that you have to achieve something, you have to have something to show for your life. God's highest value is not productivity. Uh, 
But the good news of the gospel is that God does not say that the best thing about your life is that you be productive and show something for your life. And I think there's some of us who probably are placing a huge, heavy burden on ourselves. Unrealistic expectations over our lives. Instead of trusting in God's sovereign work. City Light, your labor is not in vain. It's not in vain. Don't give up. God sees your work. He sees your conversations. He sees your prayers. He sees all those things. The, the Spirit of God is here to help us continue the work. And finally, you will be rewarded. There was, a, there was a guy, his name was Luke. And Luke came to Jesus at 103 years old. I mean, that's pushing it. Right? I mean, 103 years old, it's like, yeah, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until I'm 103. I gave his life to Jesus. And it happened because he was sitting under a tree and he remembered a sermon that he heard preached. And as he thought about the sermon, he was convicted by the Holy Spirit, gave his life to Jesus. Three more years later, he died. The sermon that he remembered was preached 85 years before that. 85 years. And, and I think the preacher that preached the sermon has no idea that it was 85 years from the sowing, from the planting. To the harvest. City like labor is not in vain. God's, God's going to make good on His promise. Uh, there is a famous missionary, George Mueller. I don't know if you guys have heard of George Mueller. Had tons of orphanage all over the world. It's amazing, but he said he recorded over 50,000 prayer requests that were answered. So 50,000 things he prayed for, he said he saw God answer. But only 5,000 of those prayer requests were, were answered immediately. 45,000 other prayer requests. 45 other times where he's sowing and planting. He had to wait. Your labor is not in vain. Your prayers are not fruitless. And finally, I, th I thought about a story that Feng Mushi shared. So Feng Mushi is the pastor of Ling Liang Tang. And he shared about when they started the church. He said they're over on Lao Jie. Small building. A lot of vision. Right? Usually church planners have a lot of vision, zero plans. And he said they were meeting in this small space. Not a lot of people coming. He would preach. 
然后他说我也同样用这个时间来祷告。He said I would pray that God would you send laborers into the harvest because I believe that the harvest is ripe。然后他的祷告就是神我知道收成的时间到了,我祷告你差派工人出来。So he said him and his wife would pray every week but not seeing a ton of results。所以他一直在每周都这样祷告但是并没有马上看到结果。And then 20 years later,20年后,they have a building here They've planted other campuses. And now another church plant. Has used their space to also build a church, a community that's faithful to Jesus in this nation, in this community. God's heart for you is to know this. Your labor is not in vain. Don't give up. Guys, continue to preach the gospel. Continue to plant seeds. Continue to love people well. Because whether you see it or not, God will make good on His promise. Even if you have to wait 85 years. Whether in this life or the next, Jesus says, I will make good on my promise, promise at the proper time you will reap. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for your word. And God, I thank you for what you're doing in the world. That God, you are making good on your promise. That the church is reaping a harvest. So God, I pray for those of us this afternoon who are frustrated, maybe are just impatient, and we just confess that we need you. We confess that we need to believe again the good news of the gospel. You're a God who can be trusted. You're a God who never breaks a promise. So God, would you pour out your spirit over this community, over this church, over this nation and over this town. And God, I pray that we would be a church, that we would be a people who perseveres and follows you because you are for us. You see our work. Spirit, you help us do the work. Jesus, we look forward to the day we can be rewarded for your glory for all the effort. It's in your beautiful name we pray. Amen. Amen.